Welcome to another episode of Field Days. A podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here's your Golden Post Award nominees, Greg Straub and Noah Nagy. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days. My name is Noah Nagy. I'm joined by co-host Greg Straub and we're coming to you from all over Michigan. I'm in downtown Detroit. Greg's in downtown Lansing and our guests are in the Waco County and Midland County and we're very excited today. We're going to have the opportunity to speak to the 2016 Pro Probation Agent of the Year and the 2016 Director's Award winner and it was it was a great night. We had several FOA staff went Professional Excellence Award. Uh, we had the opportunity to name all the nominees of the Pro Probation Agents and announce our Pro Probation Agent of the Year who, who we'll have the opportunity to speak with today as well and then the FOA staff uh, won the Director's Award. It was, it was a lot of fun and I think everybody that was there had an opportunity to really get to uh, celebrate with one another and see reap the benefits of uh, of a great year's work and, and all their accomplishments. Well, that's right. What, I mean, what a night, Noah. And, you know, you're not one to be humble all the time either, so I'm shocked you haven't mentioned that uh, you did a great job emceeing the night. So <laughs> I, I'd love for you to talk about kind of the message that you had in your speech. It was it was a good message. It was about family. You know, how, what, how did you come up with that? What, what, was, what, what was your thought process in that? Well, you know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's important. You know, we, the, that night we had a lot of family and friends and children of our, our staff in the uh, in the audience and it's you know I don't know you know it, it's one thing for us to come to work every day and kind of, we kind of take a second nature of of the work that we do but it's you know and then go home and and, and maybe not necessarily share uh, some of the work that we do but you know I, I find you know during my 21 years as a department employee I, I, you know I, I see a lot of great things and I, and I know a couple things I know I know that our staff are always always going to do the right thing and I know that uh, our staff are going to do everything to the best of their ability. And I know that they're always looking for ways to create opportunities for success, whether that's for the offender, whether that's for their coworkers. And that in the environment that we work in, sometimes that's difficult to see. And, you know, sometimes the negative gets focused on. But we have great people and great staff doing great work every day. And I think... I wanted the, the, our family and friends to, to hear that and to know that about their family, that what a great job they're doing on a daily basis. And vice versa, those folks winning awards and all of us, you know, we couldn't do that without the folks that are surrounding us. And yeah, it's isn't that right? For us to recognize that all of our accomplishments and everything that we able to do, we can't do it without the person next to us, whether that's a family member, our, our kids, uh, co-workers. We need each other to accomplish the goals and, and to create opportunities for success for everybody involved. And I think we all have the same goals and, and, and want the same thing to accomplish. It's just a matter of getting there and, and, and working hard to do that. And we need to be appreciative of on all levels of, of the folks that are in our lives and, and really truly take time back and, and reflect on that and, and be uh, grateful for, for that. So, you know, I wanted to get that message. I wanted our family and friends to understand the work that the hard work that our, our, our staff are doing on a daily basis and, and I want our staff to be able to appreciate the people that in their lives as well and I, I think it was a, a great evening and it was a lot of fun it, it was and you know you said you said a couple of things that I like you said um, our staff always do the right thing and our staff always want to go above and beyond and I think you know we're gonna name off some people today that highlights just that you know the, the agent of the year nominees the professional excellence award nominees these are those people who are looking for ways to go above and beyond and always do the right things how, how about some of the nominees for professional excellence award who were they yeah and just to go over this real quick the pro- 
Professional Excellence Award is presented to employees who demonstrate outstanding job performance and professionalism on a significant or long-term project or for demonstrating exemplary job performance throughout the year. And we had uh, several within FOA that were able to win the award. Tim Flanagan uh, won a Professional Excellence Award. He's from the Office of the Pro Board. We also had Janice McConomy from Berrien County. We had Denise DeToy from Genesee County. Danelle Piggott, an ICAC agent out of Office of Pro Probation Services. And Tracy Swan, agent out of Oakland County. And Daryl Wrench from Antrim County. All won Professional Excellence Awards. Yeah, con- congrats to all them. And, and no, you forgot to mention Tracy, Tracy Swan, um, who was there from Oakland County. You forgot to mention who she brought with her and actually yeah, who actually yeah, came up with her on the on the she on the stand. Had, uh, her escort which was uh, Brock Dietrich, but also yep. a couple officers from the Waterford Police Department. I think I mentioned that night. Uh, you know, we had Greg, we had the honor of having the Governor Snyder speak, and I think I mentioned something. The fact that level of security was the governor, followed by Tracy Swan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that was a that was a funny remark, but you know, it, it does it does speak highly of you know it, you know we of our collaborations with law enforcement and the community partners that that two officers took time out of their own schedule no to drive all the way to Lansing to support Tracy. So, um, you know, congrats to her. Congrats to all the professional excellence um, nominees Absolutely. and winners. And um, so let's, let's get to the Agent of the Year. Agent of the Year nominees. Brandon Benjeling from Nuego County was the 2016 Agent of the Year. But some of the, some of the others that were nominated in Region 1, Michael Arkins of the Marquette Parole Probation Office. In Region 2, Stephen Saladay from the Wexford Parole Probation Office. In Region 3, Ken Werner from the Ogama Parole Probation Office. In Region 4, you had Brandon Benjelink, the, uh, the 2016 winner. Region 5, Fabian Levine from Saginaw Parole. In Region 6, you had Thomas Aaron from Lapeer Parole Probation. In Region 7, Krissa Blankenberg from the Ingham Probation Office. Region 8 was Kathy Dutton from the Branch County Parole Probation Office. Region 9, Lisa Hendricks from the Jackson Probation Office. Region 10, Denise Reeves-Cook from the Pontiac Probation Office. And from the Office of Parole Probation Services, Walt Wasipple. So congratulations to all of them, you know, for being nominated for Agent of the Year. Well, Noah, you know, in our interview, our first interview today is going to be with Brandon Benjeling. Why don't we uh, go over to Brandon? We have two great guests today, Greg. Our, our first guest is a agent from Nuevo County. is a 10-and-a-half-year employee with the Michigan Department of Corrections. The last two years he spent in FOA. He started with the department as a corrections officer at the Pugsley Correctional Facility in 2005 before transferring over to Cotton Correctional Facility as an RUO. Uh, he then went on to become an ARUS at the Oaks Correctional Facility, transferred into FOA as a parole agent and probation agent at the Lake County Reentry Program before transferring into to Lake, uh, excuse me, Nuevo County uh, just uh, about a year or so ago. And Greg, he is, and this is hard for me to say, but I will do it, he is a Fair State University Bulldog. Go Bulldogs! Go Bulldogs! As a both getting his bachelor's degree and most recently, just a couple weeks ago, he got his master's degree from in Criminal Justice Administration from Fair State. And also two weeks ago, Greg, as you remember, I had the pleasure of announcing him as the 2016 Department of Corrections Pro Probation of the Year Agent of the Year, Brandon Benjeling. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you. I was pretty shocked. I absolutely did not expect this. Uh, I, I I knew a couple of the other nominees, and, and uh, you know, I like to fly under the radar. Uh, I obviously am not doing any good enough job of that, <laughs> but uh, it, 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 was, it was pretty shocking for me. I did not expect to hear my name called. Well, it's definitely a great honor, and like you mentioned, there was a, there was a lot of 
uh, excellent uh, agents that were nominated from all the regions and to be able to be named the agent of the year for out of, uh, uh, that pool was uh, definitely uh, remarkable and a great feeling and, and obviously well deserved. I know you've had uh, a great year as you've uh, adjusted to working in the field in uh, New Ingo County and you know some of the things that just mentioned by your supervisors, your attention to detail, your rapport with the partners in the criminal justice system are excellent. You're always willing to accept new challenges, uh, put a place an emphasis on public safety and offender success. And those are, you know, those are qualities that while we expect that out of our agents on a daily basis, I, I know it's, it's, you know, something that's not always the easiest thing to do. What are, what are some areas that you focus on there? You know, just, I think that the hardest transition from CFA to FOA is is having that attention to detail because there's a lot more technical stuff involved with this job, and uh, even though I'm still learning it, you know, if I come across something that I don't know or I'm not proficient in, I'm always asking questions. Uh, there's times when you know we didn't have a supervisor on site for a while, so I was always calling her remotely and just trying to figure out what I was supposed to do next. Well, no, you know, not only the things that you mentioned, but you know, to get the Agent of the Year award. It takes uh, a lot more than that, and you know, I know he's being he's being modest and he's being humble right now. But you know, Brandon, there's there's two things that stick out that I know of that you did this year um, that I'm, I'm sure had to have gone into you winning this award. And number one is um, an event that took place after a Nighthawk. I think you were driving home, right? And, and you saw an overturned vehicle, and you stopped and helped. Yeah. And, and if you can explain that story, that'd be great. Yeah, we, I was on my way home. There's a couple of sharp turns just outside of uh, White Cloud. And as I was making the turn, I saw a new fresh set of uh, black marks that weren't there the day before. And they went off the road, and that's when I saw the four tires. Uh, my lights shined, just the very tips of them. So uh, I turned around. There was a young girl, uh, I think she was about 18, 19 years old, that was trapped inside. The car was obviously on its top. I didn't have a cell phone signal. The agent that I had just left about 20 minutes ago, I, I was hoping he did. I had enough signal to text him. Uh, my location and told him what was going on and he was able to call 911 and, and get help on the way. So this was after Nighthawk, so what time was this? Uh, this was uh, sometime between 12, 1230. Wow, okay, and so how, how, what happened with that? What Did you jump into action and or what? How did that, yeah, how did that, how did I, that I, end? I went down in the ditch, I parked obviously by the road and uh, found she was trapped. Uh, when I couldn't get a signal, I went back up to the road. Uh, there were some cars passing, I tried to flag one of them down. Um, this lady actually ended up having a flat tire, and was when she she pulled off where she had a signal. She ended up calling 911 and telling the dispatchers that I had just slashed her tires and tried to kidnap her, <laughs> which actually worked out pretty good because the response time was a lot faster. Oh, that's funny. So the so the police came, which is great, and so so she was all she was okay. Everything turned out okay at the in the end. Yep, everything turned out well. Good, good, and and I know the second story, which is, you know, I mean, this is everyone's worst fear is, you know, during a home call, you got into a situation where not even an offender, but an offender's family member tried to, or came after you, right? Can you tell that story? Uh, yeah, my, myself and Agent Patrick, um, we carpooled, we were on our way to work. She wanted to stop by her offender's house on the way there, kind of a last minute uh, decision. So we pulled in there, um, made contact, went in the house, we were looking through the house, everything was fine. Um, this offender's son was uh, 25, living at home, and when I came to his bedroom, it was locked. His dad told him to unlock it so we could see what was in there. As he unlocked the door, he had a, uh, a dresser that was right there and ended up grabbing a, uh, a pretty good-sized knife from it and turned around. Uh, we were only a few feet apart at that point. And he turned around, and, and I ended up 
grabbing his wrist as it was coming towards my abdomen. We ended up wrestling around a little bit. I was able to get the knife from him. Uh, we called 911, and, and he went to jail. Well, that's a that's a scary, really scary story. And, um, you know, obviously that's that's quick reaction time on your part, and that could have turned out very, very badly. So, you know, great job. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, do you, do you have a message for that? I mean, I, I know, you know, agents do home calls every day, all day long, and complacency can, can definitely set in. So, I mean, do you have a message for other agents who, you know, just to stay alert because this, I mean, this can happen anytime? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, as a fire instructor, we're, we're always preaching that, you know, no, don't get complacent. Don't think that every home call is going to end with you walking out and there's not going to be any issues. You know, make sure that you're, you're keeping an eye on the people, what they're doing. Uh, this guy, as soon as you, broke, you know, as soon as he broke the doorway, he put his hand up on the dresser. I thought he was reaching for some drugs or something and then ended up being a weapon. Um, you know, just keep an eye on that. Just watch, you know, each other's backs. And, and if you can not go on a home call by yourself, if your office allows you to team up and do that together, you know, that's always a, a good option. Yeah, Brandon. And uh, again, thank you for all your work there. And, you know, as Greg, as you heard, Brandon talked about being a weapons instructor. He's also a master trainer. Uh, firearms instructor and, and is down on training this week in, in the Jackson area, as we mentioned in the opening of the show. And, you know, I, Greg, I just want to share a few words uh, in regards to his selection that by Deputy Director Marlin. Sure. Uh, you know, Deputy Director Mar- Marlin shared in, in regards to, to Brandon that his selection for this award shows that, you're, that he is truly considered to be the, one of the best in our state. And he has shown to go above and beyond in helping the department fulfill its mission of creating a safer Michigan. He served as a role model for fellow employees and a tremendous representative for our agency. His hard work, integrity, insight, compassion, and positive attitude exhibited while working with offenders every day emulates our model of committed to protect, dedicated to success. And again, Brandon, uh, it's a great honor to be named the Pro Probation Agent of the Year. We're, we're very happy for you and very proud of you. And, and uh, you know, we can't say enough about the work you've done here in the past year. And thank you again, uh, Brandon, for all your work. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, Brandon, congratulations. Congrats again, and uh, keep up the good work, man. Thank you. All right, Greg, our second guest is a 20-year employee with the Michigan Department of Corrections. She's a, she began in 1996 in Saginaw County as a secretary with the department. Before, uh, during that time, she, she went back to school and earned her bachelor's degree at Concordia University and became a full probation agent in Genesee County in 2002. She transferred over to the Midland office in 2007 as an agent, and in 2009, she became a agent in the Internet Crimes Against Children uh, unit as an ICAC agent, and since 2009, she's been in that role. This most recently, a couple weeks ago, Greg, as you know, uh, she she was uh, awarded a Professional Excellence Award at the uh, Employee Appreciation Banquet, but more excitingly, she was named the 2016 Director's Award winner, and that's Danelle Pickett. Danelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Danelle, congratulations. Danelle. Thank yeah, you. That's a great honor, Danelle. And this year, the Director's Award was taken out of not just only the Professional Excellence Award winners, but it, all, everybody was considered that one award that night. So you had all the Corrections Officer of the Year, you had the Pro Probation Agent nominees, and then you had the Professional Excellence Award winners. And there's like 66 of those award winners that night. And Danelle, your name was called. What did that feel like? I couldn't have imagined it because you had said that before you made the announcement. You said there's been 66 awards given out. 
and uh, one person's going to receive this award. And I thought, that's great that one person's going to be singled out for the hard work that they do. And I never imagined, ever, that it, it would have been me. I was uh, absolutely shocked. I'm still, I'm and extremely humbled. Your section over there was jumping up and down because they knew, knew once they heard internet crimes against children that that was going to you. And, uh, and Greg, just real quick, uh, I'll mention the director's award is presented to an employee who has demonstrated the most outstanding job performance professionalism during the past year. And clearly, Danelle has done that, and she's going to go into some of the things that she's done during this during the, her time as a ICAC agent. And and uh, but you know, to be called out of that group of folks, I mean, there was a lot of great uh, uh, folks not nominated and receiving awards, and it, it it did have to be a, a true honor. I'm sure that that goes to a lot of your preparation and, and, and training throughout the years. I was among a very distinguished group of people, so it took me completely by surprise. We had no expectations whatsoever. I I, um, I couldn't have imagined it. I go to work every day, and I do absolutely what I love. Well, Danelle, you know, let's let's talk about. You know, you said you know you're 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 thankful for what you do. You're you're appreciative. You're you just love doing what you do. So let's talk about what you do. So right now, there's seven ICAC agents across the state, including the UP. Correct. Yep. So we just opened an office in Marquette and a new office in Coldwater. So there's seven ICAC agents who are, I mean, you guys are highly trained individuals. Kind of talk about what you guys do. We are um, each placed within a computer crimes unit that is located around the different offices in Michigan. Uh, to that end, we are part of the cyber section with the Michigan State Police. So we are involved in investigations of essentially is, is media devices that can be used in the commission of a crime or in our case maybe even a violation we examine those you know when you guys first joined on to the ICAC task forces I don't know, 2008 um, 2009 you know that it was a primary focus on sex offenders right because you know that primarily then it was yeah so what, what is yeah. it is it still that or is, it, or is it morphed into something different and more or new we are so expanded beyond that now, um, and I can actually attest to my area, uh, because I am located in Bridgeport, I actually have two of the MCU, the major crime unit counties in my area. Um, that's Governor Snyder's initiative for fighting crime, mm-hmm. and so I have three embedded agents that are right on my doorstep. I work hand in hand with my embedded daily and putting together cases for them. And I spend a lot of time in court because I'm making cases for them that are non-sex offender cases. Well, that's interesting. And Noah, you, you would probably think just her explanation alone of what the IK agents do would be enough to get her a director's award, right? That's right. Uh, let's ask her. There's a little bit more, right? There's a little bit more, there is. Because <laughs> not, only, not only does she do all of that, but she recently became a certified forensic examiner. And, Noah, I'm sure you know exactly what that means, right? Yeah, I'm writing it down right now, the definition, see if it matches what she describes. You, you, didn't, you, didn't, get that, you didn't get that certificate at Grand Valley, did you? No, not yet. I'm okay. still working on that 22 years later. So, so I mean, this is, this is a huge accomplishment, Danelle. And, you know, to be a certified forensics examiner, I mean, you can talk about it. Talk about what that takes. Um, you know, this is something that came, it's kind of an idea that I had a couple years ago. Um, a couple years ago, I started, the idea started coming 
to fruition in my head. And I approached Department of Corrections. Anytime a forensic exam is needed, a full formal forensic exam is needed on uh, like a, a computer. We at the Department of Corrections were actually in a position where we were having to turn the devices over to the state police or another examiner to be done. So we were in a position where we were being held. We were being held up. We couldn't move forward with our, with, with any, with anything, uh, you know, anything from violation even to new charges. We had to wait until somebody was available to do this work for us. So, um, I finally approached uh, my partners that we collaborate with, MSP, and said, as a collaborative partner, I'd like to do this. They agreed. We approached the Department of Corrections and said, this would help us move along our investigations. Thankfully, all the parties involved agreed. The department was able to, you know, support me in that and seen that we needed that and said, hey, go for it. And it was about... Um, it was about a year preparation to get ready, and we're talking about training, getting ready, different training classes, and and I think that we all can agree. And when we're talking technology, you're never going to be ahead, you're never going to be caught up. There's always we're always training. So about a year before I started training, just getting ready, and then I went to my class, which was in um, April and May um, of last year. And then um, I came home and I started the program, and um, it was tough. It was um, it probably was the one thing that tried tried me and my will of um, go go go, <laughs> never give up and keep going. And this is for the better or the good, and this is for everything involved. And this is why you know there there's a big better picture at the end of the line here it it's an international association and it's very highly regarded and they um, are very strict about the protocol to earn this certification and it, you have to follow their processes so, so how, how long did this process take you the whole from start to finish so I started it in April and I ended they give you until December. I actually got it done early. I got it done in November. And I became a certified forensic examiner. Well, that, that's awesome to know. And, and, and I mean Carrying definitely title. Yes, it is. And it's a, you know also adding the title of uh, director's award winner as well to that and and very well deserved. Now, as you're describing ICAC agent, I mean, it sounds like you guys have a lot of information once you get involved in a case that you can provide during a court hearing or a violation process or help help during that process or an investigation piece. I'm sure there's agents out there listening today that are not as familiar with who the agents are, how they get in hold of the agents. What, what would be one of the reasons that they would contact an ICAC agent? So anytime you need assistance, anytime you need assistance with social networking type of investigations, um, examinations of any type of um, devices, um, whether it's a mobile device, a computer, um, tablets, we do GPS units, anything that you can do to assist or anything that we can do to assist you in reaching what the end result is. And when we're talking about media devices, I mean, we're talking about anything that could potentially connect to the Internet or as a portal to the Internet. A phone, is if it's a smartphone, it's a computer. You know, we like phones to be secured before they come to us. You need to, right. to call us, right? 
whatever you need to do, no, we awesome. are out there and we lend the help. That's what we're here for. And we, we hope nothing but good things for you moving forward and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Well, Greg, what a show. We had an opportunity to talk to our Agent of the Year, Brandon Benjelink, and our 2016 Director's Award winner, Danelle Piggott. And, it, you know, obviously you can see by talking to them that they have a lot to offer. And they're, they're clearly going above and beyond. And, and it's been a lot of fun to, to recap the employee banquet. Look forward to our, our upcoming podcast, and I know we got some cool things coming up, don't we, Greg? Yes, we do have some great things coming up here in the next podcast. At the 2016 Supervisor Conference, we're going to talk with some of the staff who are there, kind of recap the day, you know, talk with some of the speakers. So I think it'll be interesting for everyone to hear, you know, kind of what happens at these things. Uh, stay tuned to that. Yeah, looking forward to it. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and we look forward to hearing uh, from from all those folks at the conference. And, yep. Uh, again, a lot of fun today, Greg, and, and look forward to our next podcast. But in the meantime, number one thing, go Team Apple Way.